Hello, hello, happy Friday. It's Raji and you're listening to The Mike Smith Show. Maybe you're planning to pick up some bubbly for New Year's Eve. My next guest has some tips on the best dupes. That is bubbles besides champagne for you and your loved ones to indulge in. And I'm talking to Jayton Paul. My guest is BC's best sommelier of 2022 and wine director for the Box Set Collective. Welcome to the show, Jayton. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Champagne is so expensive, uh, and I think it's probably affected, the price is probably affected by inflation. So are we talking over $100 a bottle right now for champagne? Uh, not necessarily. Um, you can find some really good value, hard to think of, I know, in champagne, but it doesn't necessarily have to be uh, bank-breaking for sure. There okay. are some great grower producers, but there are also a bunch of alternatives in different parts of this world that are making incredible sparkling wine as well. All right, so let's talk about those good quality alternatives that uh, compare to champagne. What do you recommend? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're thinking about the same style of bubbles in a traditional champenoise method, what's really neat is to be able to have something like uh, other parts of France where they make uh, cremel. Um, one really good example of that is in the Loire Valley. And uh, Gary Catherine Breton make an incredible wine out of a grape variety called Bouvray, aged the exact same way, and all organic farming. Super clean, really refreshing, super vibrant and pretty, but beautiful texture and for a quarter of the price of what you'd find in Champagne. And that's something people can get in BC here? Absolutely, yeah. It's available in most private liquor stores and maybe even perhaps in the BC LDB as well. Okay, let's get the um, name however, again, but maybe slower. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> so Catherine and Pierre Breton, um, B-E-R-B-R-E-T-O-N. Um, it is Chenin Blanc um, and comes in at around... $40 a bottle, $35 a bottle. Okay, I'm just thinking about calculating that in terms of glasses. How many glasses can one get out of a bottle? Five. Five, okay. Five, five ounce pours, so it's like 25.4 ounces, yeah. All right, what else do you recommend? So actually, I'm really excited about some local producers. Um, I think this is one of the best times to be able to support some amazing people that are doing amazing things in our own valleys. Uh, one off the top of my head would be Jordan at Lightning Rock. Um, she is doing incredible things, and her 2020 Canyon View Blanc de Noir is one of the best sparkling wines I've had recently in BC. Um, around $40 a bottle, all wild ferment, uh, and then a second uh, uh, fermentation just like in uh, Champagne. Um, her wines are bright, they're vibrant, super crisp, and taste like pure grease lightning. Really, really high quality wines. <laughs> okay. And how is supply for spike sparkling wine in general right now, would you say? Like, can people expect to find your recommendations, those bottles stocked at their local liquor store right now? Yeah, absolutely. I know, um, obviously, stuff like Lightning Rock is very high demand, so it does sell out quickly. But if you think about people like Blue Mountain, doing incredible, incredible sparkling wines and have since 1991. Um, we do have enough stock available, but as vintages get a little bit more challenging, obviously the, uh, the amount that they're producing is becoming less and less. But we've also had really great vintages uh, coming off of the 22 and the 20 vintages. So it can be pretty, uh, pretty exciting. And I guess some people don't tend to think of BC in terms of sparkling wines, but you've got some other recommendations from BC too, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, what's interesting is like we're also doing styles of wines like uh, Petnat, um, which is like Champagne in terms of its sec uh, in terms of its um, style of bubbles, 
but instead of going through two fermentations, it just goes through one. So it's called Petnat or Petalon Natural. Um, there's some really great producers. Um, one that I really like is uh, Pamplemousse Juice, um, a fun kind of naturalist-styled winemaker doing some really cool things in the Okanagan and Summerland, B.C. as well. Okay, and then you also mentioned Blue Mountain. Yeah, and they do uh, traditional methods style, for sure. So more champagne style and longer aging. Okay. Do you think that some of what people think about champagne is not true, like in terms of the labels of the best ones? Like there are certain brands of champagne that just get all the attention. Mm-hmm. I think marketing and branding is something that champagne as a whole has really championed for a very long time. Um, you see it in brands like Boupe Clicquot or Dom Perignon. Sure. Um, these wines can rack up a serious budget, but at the same time, you know that there's also other producers next to plots that Boupe Clicquot have um, that are producing organic and biodynamically raised wines with more of an ethical and sustainable intent with a style of wine that has, um, I would say, a little bit more character and originality. Ooh, choice words, controversial. Would you say Would you say that one could get away with just going with these sparkling wines uh, for New Year's Eve? Forget about the real deal. Forget about champagne itself. Yeah, absolutely. I think bubbles are always a celebration in whatever format they are. Um, although champagne and uh, sparkling wine shouldn't be drunk just for celebration, it is always uh, kind of that um, epitome of celebration for sure. And as long as it's a beautiful sparkling wine, we're going to be okay. I think it's nice to see what Canada is doing as well. I mean, if you go all the way out east in Nova Scotia, in the Gasparo Valley, you have a producer named Benjamin Bridge, who is doing some of the best in, in the country as well. And not a lot of people think of Nova Scotia as being a world-class sparkling winemaker, but they really, really are. And you've been talking about some of the differences between some of the sparkling wines and champagne and, and the actual bubbles. Uh, what can we learn from you just in a, in a, we're not able to obviously taste it on the radio, but what can you enlighten yeah. us about the difference between those? Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, there are a bunch of different styles and ways to make sparkling wine. Um, one that you would see maybe in Prosecco in the northeast of Italy is a tank method. So they put a bunch of juice into a tank and they let it ferment in there and transfer it to bottle afterwards. Whereas um, Petala Natural or Pet Nats, it's all fermented in one bottle. So the atmospheres of pressure are way uh, smaller. So the bubbles are really delicate and pop a little bit more um, aggressively. Um, it would be around three atmospheres of pressure if you want to be a nerd about it. Um, but in a traditional method sparkling wine, it has to go through two fermentations. So champagne goes through two fermentations, and that creates a, a more creamy mousse to the actual bubbles itself, a little bit more elegance and a little bit more of a mouthfeel for sure. Okay, well, thanks for all of that info. I'm trying to process it and at the same time get a list going here of what I need to check yeah, out next time I'm at the store. Thanks, Jayton, for, for sure. being on the show with us today. It's my absolute pleasure. Thanks again.